Alright. Welcome to episode 1.5 of the Desert Beach Podcast. First episode didn't go too well with recording equipment. New to this, so trial and error for sure. Dude, did, I was listening to the radio the other day and I heard um, there, I, I can't remember which state it was, but there's essentially something going in legislation to allow women to uh, be able to not have shirts on. Dope, dude. I think that's <laughs> that's what idea. I said. But then they, they it was kind of like a uh, equal rights men and women thing. But then, essentially, some of the ideas were okay. If women over the age of eighteen can choose to not wear a shirt, but with that being said, uh, men under the age of eighteen would also have to follow the same rules. I mean, I don't know, man. If you go, I, I me and my girlfriend, we were looking at. Uh, rules for nude nude colonies the other day because there's one up in anthem actually or like by anthem it's called shangri-la nude colony are you trying to join a nude colony no no uh, i was just curious about i think it. your woman's into that i hope not dude. <laughs> that would suck. no but uh and one of the so the thing is like little kids can walk around completely naked in front of like like people over 18 completely naked yeah, that it's is kind of weird. weird. I mean, there I went up to, um, I think it was Verde Hot Springs. Uh, I think that's what it was. It used to be an old, like, uh, resort town. Or, not a resort town, but an old resort up there. And uh, they, they have, uh, like, a natural hot spring that goes into this, like, built-up hot tub. And I guess the hotel burnt down, so the only thing left at this point are these big-ass palm trees. And, uh this like hot tub essentially and we went we went up walking up there and as we're walking up there's this probably dude in his like 50s with this girl on his like little girl on his shoulders and he's got no fucking pants on like dong hanging out oh my god was he torqued at all <laughs> it was just fucking weird no he seemed normal he would look like was he fully torqued or was he soft oh no dude he was soft okay good Nah, he wasn't. He wasn't rocking. They call hard those enough. up in Colorado. They, those are all along the sides of the roads, like up by Glenwood. You know. Yeah, I remember going to the hippie like dip. Hippie dips. Yeah, they call them hippie dips. And like, yeah. I remember wanting to go to them until I went to one. A bunch of and it's dongs gross. hanging out everywhere. Yeah, it's just fucking gross. Not even like just old hippies. It's yeah. so gross. That was cool. Kind of a cool. Uh, there's a couple like old burnt down resort towns that I've been to like that. Well, and then uh, did you see they're open up uh, Castle Hot Springs again? I think it's open now. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you know where that that one is? I'm, I'm actually not familiar with that. That one's out past uh, Lake Pleasant. There's a road out to Crown King from there. Oh, okay. And uh, I guess back in like the Teddy Roosevelt days, he used to stay out there. Really? Yeah. But now it, they open it back up and it's like, uh, I want to say there's hot springs out there. I might be wrong, but it's like super fucking expensive. Oh, really? Is yeah. That, like, yeah. normal people can't go do that. I don't know, man. I think it should. Like, I believe in equality. And, like, I've actually, like, when I first heard about the uh, topless things, I was like, I was like, yeah, but it's different. But then, like, the more you look into it, it's like, well, I mean, like, it is, you know, like, it is a little bit more fucked for women because, like, they do have to wear tops. Well, know? this goes in. I had an argument on, uh, I think it was Thursday. Uh, about breastfeeding in public. What do you think about that? My like, so I was arguing with this girl. She had a she has a nine year old daughter, 
I was arguing with her, and her argument was she doesn't want to have to explain to her daughter why it's okay to have your tits out breastfeeding in public. Why doesn't she want to do that? I mean, and she said, I, without her here, it's hard to, to, to show her side of the argument. Yeah. But essentially what I was saying is why are you worrying about what other people are doing? That's yeah, my it, I mean, like, I think if your baby is crying and it's hungry and you're in public, you know, I mean, I think it's reasonable. I, but, like, if maybe if there's not a, a restroom. But even if there is a restroom, you're going to bring your baby into a, a restroom and breastfeed it. Like, that's still a little. That's more I, gross. I think honestly. it's fine. I, I mean, I think it's really fine. But like, she was talking. It was it was the instance of, like, not even covering up. Like, like, like just whipping a tit out in public and just start breastfeeding on the park bench. And my whole argument to that why I feel like it should be okay is the only reason it's weird for you is because here in America we've turned that into a s- sexual organ which sexual connotation yeah sure. so I mean go to I've been to third world countries where women are doing it on the side nobody's even paying attention yeah, to it yeah or like Europe yeah Europe's like 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 there's so many nude beaches too in Europe and it's normal to be uh, like topless over in, in places over do you there. think it'd be weird if you got a hard on at a nude beach uh, no, just because it'd be my first time. But dude, I saw this role and on one of the nude colonies, and so you have to have a towel. You have to bring a towel wherever you go, because like if you get hard, you have to wrap up with the towel. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Which is like it's got to be. And then like one of the other rules was like no um, staring, like eye contact and stuff. No eye contact. That'd be weird just walking around avoiding eye contact. Yeah, like, that's, like, I mean, I get it, though. They probably have those rules in, like, just in case there's that weird fucking dude showing up, you know? But <laughs> but that's just, I, I get it, though. I mean, I get it if there's little kids involved. And, like, also the idea of living nude. Like, dude, if I, like, one of my goals is, like, if I make, or actually when I make enough money... Um, I'm gonna. I want to buy a piece of property where like my backyard is covered with hedges, so I can you just, just run around my backyard nude all the time, butt naked. Yeah, like that's got to be a good feeling, like being completely naked, just doing whatever you want. You know, I can do that in my room, but I, like I can't do that in my house because I have roommates, which kind of yeah, that'd be kind of weird. Yeah, I got a roommate who does that when he's drunk. And he runs around the house he's naked. He's like a fucking demon, dude. Like so, what he does is. <laughs> Well, like, we'll be sitting outside, and it's, like, 12 at night, and, like, he's drunk, and he'll literally get naked and start climbing on, like, the, the, what's it called? Like, the, right under the top of the, of the roof, like, the underside like of it. Like the eave? Yeah, and he'll just start, like, demonic crawling, like, across, like, just so casually and, like, so gracefully, like, you just <laughs> have to watch, because he's just... Doing it out. so well. Well, I I mean, like, he, he's, like, beetled. So, yeah, he'll show his dick, but, like. <laughs> but. Does he do that with during, like, big parties that you have? Yeah, when he's having emotional breakdowns, he'll. He, he, he just, takes his clothes off? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's normal, I guess. Yeah, for people who like attention, I guess, you know. I've never been one of taking my clothes off when I'm drunk. Oh, shit, I have Shit, if I'm drink, drunk enough, I I just pass out. I don't even. I've shown, yeah, like, I won't take my clothes off in front of people, but, like, I've shown my, my, you know, like... Your brain? Yeah, exactly. I've shown my brain, you know, or, like, if you're, like, you have a pissing buddy, 
you know, you'll piss together, but you're not really. Do you remember Sylvester from yeah. Austria? Yeah. That dude, he wanted to pee off of everything. And so we would climb up on top of his roof and pee off of his, like, three-story house, mm-hmm. which is super sketchy. Like, I don't mind heights, but... Like, three-story house, yeah. Yeah, it's still... And it's not like there's, like, fucking grass underneath. It's like there's jagged pipes and shit from, like, construction just hanging oh. out everywhere. So, like, if I fall, I'm dead. You're like dead. The, yeah, there's no... There's no gracefulness Dude, in that. Dude, they're fucking weird, man. Like, uh, CJ, like, he would FaceTime his friends all the time or, like... You know, like like my Swedish foreign exchange brother. Yeah. And like I would see his friends' Snapchats and they're like sending dick pics to each other. <laughs> it's like his best friend. It's like, dude. When what he, is going on over he here? He was saying like the hazing out there, they just like oh, shower time, crazy. they just piss on each other. Dude, like, that's it's so fucking, fucking gross. Like the he told me the so like um high it's it's similar to like a freshman Friday, but when you first go into high school as a freshman the school puts it on to where they they rent the football field for a night and they buy bottles and bottles of tequila vodka and they just get super fucking trashed and play drinking games at school yeah and these guys are freshmen and the, and the school pays for it well i mean drinking age what it's 16 yeah yeah so i guess that makes sense. i mean i wasn't i don't think i was 16 it's no, 16, I wasn't 16 or freshman. 18 i think it's like well, I think it depends it's weird. on which country because i know like germany's 16 I'm pretty sure. And, well, it's the way that they do it over there is it's like j- drinking is the age is lower, but purchasing alcohol, it's higher. I think it's like 18 or it could be 16 buying. But then if you're drinking, it's like between 14 and 16 or 12 and 16. It's weird. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Dude, I just saw this thing on the news where I just opened up Reddit. And the first thing that shows up is Death Row Records was purchased and is now owned by Hasbro Toy Company. I don't know what that means. Death Row Records, they're a music, like, music producer, right? Or record company? Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I... Okay, I read that completely wrong. I thought it was, like, Death Row. Like, the the killing people? Yeah, I, killing I, I was like, why the fuck would Hasbro buy that? Okay, that makes a lot more sense <laughs> now. Are you doing any uh, fantasy football this year? No, I, my my work... They wanted me to join. They needed an extra guy. It's like twenty bucks, but I don't follow football enough to to do that shit, you know. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm doing it with with Bella's dad. How did you pay for it? Yeah, uh, I did, but I actually um, I don't I don't know when the draft is. Like, I know nothing about it. I just told him, yeah, I'd do it, but I don't know. That's we'll see. cool. Yeah, dude, in Hong Kong right now, they're taking down the facial recognition towers now, which is pretty dope. Oh, during all, like, the uh, protest yeah. stuff going on? because they don't want their face to be, like, recognized, you know? Yeah. I mean, I understand that. But, I mean, you have... If you use facial recognition on your phone, you're... you're essentially, the government has your facial recognition information. Yeah, that's true. So... It just like I use my fingerprint on my computer. I got my fingerprints. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, privacy is a weird thing, especially with how much like people don't realize how much. Like I think like Microsoft too. Like the terms and agreements, they're allowed to look through webcam anytime they want. Uh, I got my shit turned off. Yeah, dude. My girlfriend has a straight tape over. Yeah, dude, and I actually don't blame her. Yeah, I did for a while. This one has a little flip on it, so I can cover it. Oh, that's good. Like a manual flip. 
That's good. I've thought about that like at work because my work computer has a webcam. Mm-hmm. It's like I bet you IT knows how to just snag into that and like oh, yeah. see if you're doing anything at work. Dude, there's an episode of Black. You ever watch Black Mirror? Yeah, definitely. There's one where this kid, he's jerking off to uh, like some porn, and then this guy goes through his webcam and then he starts blackmailing him, and like telling him to do all these things. And then you're like, okay, why doesn't this kid come out uh, like and be like, you know what? Everybody watches porn. Like, what's the problem? Turns out in the end, you figure out this kid was watching child porn. Uh, yeah, so the guy's blackmailing this guy because he's watching child porn, and he's going to send it to all his friends and family if he doesn't do what he says. You know, uh, that what's that movie that's like, it's like Truth or Dare movie? Or it's like a dare movie? I've heard of it. And you make money off of dares and people watch you. Mm. But they're like super intense dares. Yeah, and they keep upping the annies and stuff like that. Yeah, and they end up making just a shit ton of money. It was a weird concept. It was weird. I mean, like, it could have been... I feel like it could have been, like, a better movie, though, with the idea. Uh, Did you... Have you seen A Star is Born? I ain't gay. No, I'm just kidding. I (laughs) (laughs) I haven't. I watched it last night. It was actually super good. Was it? Yeah. Dude, I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood last night. Oh, my God, dude. I loved it. That's a... Uh, fucking loved it. A theater movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's actually... So, Quentin Tarantino, he only has one film left now, apparently. He said, like, years ago that he's only going to do, I think, eight films? Eight or nine films. But, dude, this movie, a lot of people don't like it either. Like, it's, it's like got a good middle ground because mm-hmm. it's not your typical movie that you would go see and it's two hours and 45 minutes so like a lot of people could go on watching it being like oh there's a lot of unnecessary scenes in it you know because there is a lot but it's more like the way that he makes the movie and they have bruce lee in it dude oh and I- did you hear about all the backlash that tarantino got from that for faking the fight that bruce lee had with with brad pitt yeah, who yeah. Brad Pitt was playing. Brad, the guy that Brad Pitt is playing is like a famous um, stunt guy. He's a so he's like a so it's pretty much the whole movie's about a friendship. That's pretty much what it's based around. So it's a rich actor is best friends with his poor stunt man, and he's like barely working a part time job. So like, and there's all this. I don't want to give away any spoilers, but the Bruce Lee scene, they pretty much. I mean, like, when you finish the movie and you see what it's about, you realize it's, like, a f- like generally a fiction-based movie. So yeah. he's making up a story. But he got backlash because the way that they represented Bruce Lee in the movie, like, they made him look like a fucking jackass. Oh, really? Yeah, like, he's just this big dick walker that can kill anybody on spot, you know? Well, so I guess the... Uh... I was listening to, I think it was JRE, and he was talking about he was talking about that instance, and I guess that, so the guy that Brad Pitt was playing, he uh, he's like a world champion uh, grappler, and the dude is like yoked, like really? Oh, he actually played a dude? Yeah, that's a real dude, and essentially what happened is <clears throat> they had. I don't know how the confrontation started, but the the other guy ended up locking up Bruce Lee in like a headlock. Oh, like in real life? In real life. Oh. And essentially like it was a super quick fight. 
or yeah. it wasn't even a fight. And Bruce Lee at that point was like, you know, teach me how to do that. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That that's what uh, it was talked about on Jerry. I don't remember what episode it was. Wow. But. Yeah, I mean, and also the guy was. He was like in the in the services, you know, like he fought in some kind of war and stuff like that. I was just looking. Uh, first death in U.S. from vaping recorded. Like vaping e-cigs. Oh man, people yeah. are dying. Harvard did this study, and they came out with something saying compared to someone who doesn't vape. You're like versus someone who does. The person who does vape has a 56 percent chance more of having a heart attack, and 20 percent chance more of having a stroke. And so, it's weird, man. Because I think I got, I was talking to my friend Hall, Hallie about this the other day. It was like this debate on like cigarettes versus vaping, and they're both bad for you in different ways. And so, like I like because I see like some of my friends are smoking cigarettes but there there's no tobacco in it it's like turmeric and like lavender but i like that's not the point that's not so like why cigarettes are bad for you it's because you're literally inhaling smoke yeah the smoke and all the cancer. chemicals that are with it as yeah. well it's more the the chemicals in the cigarettes than it is the tobacco that's bad it is cuz i mean like in cigarettes there's only what 25% tobacco in cigarettes the rest is shag and uh, like chemicals and shit but I don't know, man. Like, I see these surveys about vapes, and, like, I do think they're bad for you, but, like, I also think some of these people are being paid off by tobacco companies. Because think about all the people who are going to be going back to cigarettes. Why aren't the tobacco companies going into that? Uh, well, actually, Marlboro did. They bought um, a certain percentage of Juul. Oh, really? Well, yeah. Juul stopped doing so much. Like, there's other companies out now that are doing more than Juul. Yeah, well, Juul is fucking behind. Like, I'm smoking this thing, and it's it's so much cheaper. Yeah. It's, like, so much cheaper. But, yeah, no, after this thing breaks, I'm I'm pretty much going to be quitting. That you say that now? I'll believe it when I see it. <sighs> Dude, I'm fucking almost done with this shit. Because I, I like it, but I'm tired of spending the money on it. I quit vaping when it became cool. Oh, that's so sick, dude. Yeah, bro. But I was, center. dude, I was like building my mods and shit. I know, dude. That's where, <laughs> dude, I could not get to that point. I was super hipster with it. And I, then, it got, then it got cool and everybody started doing it and I quit. Oh, dude, everybody hates it now. If you see a dude with a box mod, he is easily getting made fun of now. Yeah. Like, dude, have you seen the new vet they're coming out with? Uh-oh, what's, what, what are you talking about? The new Stingray Corvette. Oh, that looks good. Yeah, dude. And it's like... Uh, it That looks kind of like a McLaren a little bit. It looks... It's almost the exact same body features of the Ford GT. Really? Like the little pass-through. Yeah. Dude, you know what I like that they revamped and it was the shittiest revamp in history? was the fucking Thunderbirds, dude. The old 1950s and 60s Thunderbirds compared to the ones they made in the 90s are fucking... So much better, dude. Yeah, I know. Uh, those are actually go for a decent amount of money if they're in good shape. Like the the, the new two thousand ones. ones? Yeah, yeah, and they're they're like considered collectors, and I drive them at my work at, like every once in a while, and they're not that fucking good, man. They're, no, they're, they're like driving inside. a damn boat. They look like they're made out of plastic or something yeah. like that. Dude, this this vet the Z06 is going to be eight hundred horsepower and seven hundred foot pounds of torque, twin Jesus turbo V eight. 
it's gonna be nuts. But I know like the value of the the stingrays like that are out today are nothing. Like they've are they going down? They drop so much, yeah, really? because of the new one. Well, this one's like a mid-engine. It looks brand. It looks like a new car, dude. Yeah, it's just totally different. Wow. Like it looks like a supercar. Yeah, that looks fucking crazy. Yeah, I'm super stoked. I guess uh, Subaru's coming out with the crazy uh, Subaru, the new WRX. You're gonna be seeing a bunch of lesbians driving these cars, dude. Just kidding. Nah, not the WRXs. The other ones are lesbian cars. Oh, the what? The Outbacks. Yeah. The hatchbacks. Well, I think it's like the the number one most lesbian owned yeah. vehicle. Yeah, that's uh... so. Are you? Uh, when's your next gig? We have one on uh, August thirty first. Yeah, so I'm in a month. Or no, September thirty first. My bad. Oh, no, next month? It's coming up. No, wait, what the fuck? We're August, in August, bro. August. Yeah, August 31st. <laughs> yeah, I thought you said next month first. I was... No, this month. End of this month. Yeah, but it's a it's a house party for this girl's birthday, and it starts at 9, 8.30? So I'm in two bands for this, so I'm doing Color TV at 8.30, and it's going at 4 a.m. It's going till 4 a.m. The last band plays at 4 a.m. 4 Yeah, so... So I was like, um, pretty much like I'm in this other band where I play guitar mm-hmm. called Nude Beach Go Go, and then at they put me on as Color TV at eight thirty, and then Nude Beach at four a.m. And I was I literally went to the person who booked and I'm like, dude, like why, like what was your reasoning behind doing this, like? I, I don't think I can do this. Like, I don't think I can play at 8.30 and then... Keep, at 4.30 And in the then morning. at 4 a.m., dude. Yeah, like... <laughs> you have to stay super th- sober that whole time. Yeah, and I'm not going to say who said it, but it turns out the reason why they did that was because they want all the bands to stay until 4 a.m. They want all everyone to be there to support the bands. And they put me at 4 because I am supposedly known for, like, leaving... A little bit earlier but the other thing too is i'm one of the only people out of these well i mean they're my good friends and and i don't have anything wrong against what they do you know like I've, i'm at that point where i they do what they do and i do what i do but like this is a fair point like i'm one of the only people out of this group that doesn't do cocaine you know not one of the only people but God damn it, dude. The people who are staying up till 4 a.m. They're the ones doing coke. They are definitely <laughs> on coke, dude. And I... And, like, I'll be there till 2 or 3, probably. Dude, that's still late for me. It's, dude, kind of same, dude. And also, think about this. This house is on the side of a main street. If bands are playing between 8.30 and 4 a.m., the chances of cops showing up are, like, kind of high. <laughs> so I don't want to be there. When the cops show up? Yeah, especially with... Uh, you know, possible drug use. Just you keep the drug use down. You won't get I in do. trouble for it. No, I well see. I, no, I will. If I'm a, if I am in a house, and there is drugs going on in the house, I will get in trouble for it. I I will. I'm not a hundred percent, but I have a chance of getting <laughs> in trouble for it. Dude, I'm reading this article right now and said no DUI for woman arrested for driving toy truck while drunk. What the fuck, dude? They South have Carolina. nothing to report about. 
South Carolina woman driving a toy truck drunk. <laughs> Dude, I played a show on Friday night, and we I, I worked till 10, and we went over there. It was like a pretty good house show, and like it was our turn to go on, and it, we went on by about 11 or 12, mm-hmm. and we got a song and a half into it, and the cops showed up. And it was, fuck, it sucked, dude. Like, we were ready to do this, and, like, we were killing it, too. And then the cops showed up, and then everybody had to leave. So that kind of sucked. They just come to bust it up, or what? Yeah, they they wrote the homeowner a ticket, supposedly, which I think is complete bullshit. Because I've, I own a house. Well, I don't own a house. I rent a house. I've thrown shows there, and I've had cops show up. Never once have I had gotten a ticket from that. they just busted up and sent Emory home yeah and and then it was funny too because there's always that guy that's like he's like really freaked out and he comes through and he's like everybody has to leave right now which is obviously the worst idea ever if everyone has to leave and then there's there's that other guy who's like all right party's coming over to my house <laughs> and then like the and then all the coked up people follow that guy out so by like 30 minutes later it's just died down and quiet and we were just chilling there <laughs> it's funny that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. We used to have, oh, it's fucking one of the, so we were doing a, trying to think, it was a themed party. I think it was a white trash bash that we were doing when I was living with Chris. And so dress attire, white trash. So like I had a fucking bandana. I, had I used ta- to see pictures of those. Dude. Yeah. I had Walmart tattooed on my knuckles. Nice. Like it was dope. Nice. But so we had two groups of friends and we had so it was me and all my friends and then chris and all his friends me and all, all my friends were in the garage um you know doing garage things and chris and all his friends were inside and so we got like fucking 30 40 people in the garage we got another 30 plus inside and you could smell everything down the street because it was in the garage so it was just seeping under the door just yeah Yeah. everywhere like i had people walking up it's like dude i smelt that like when i turned onto your street really and uh like whatever like we're here and so uh chris and all his friends decided to go to the the bar like at like one o'clock in the morning far Mm -hmm. down the road so me and my friends stayed and (laughs) somebody knocks on the door and it was the cops and jordan had answered the door uh, opened it up said hi and shut the door in their oh, face oh i heard this story dude yeah and us sitting in the garage we just got super quiet and sat there and they they just came by and said we need to quiet down mm-hmm. we're being too loud and that's then they what left. they do i mean like whenever they come to my house they're really cool about it too they're like hey we got a call if you guys could just quiet down a little bit will be out of your hands. Yeah, I mean, they don't want to do the paperwork. Well, no, co- especially in today's day and age, they don't want to go into a fucking house and break it up, dude, with how many people hate co- hating cops right now, dude. Yeah. They don't want to put themselves in that situation. Well, and they, uh, up in Pine Top, totally different. Oh, dude, people up in Pine, they're like, every single cop of theirs like a Walker, Texas fucking ranger, dude. They just think they own the fucking world. Yeah. I mean, there were some cool ones, but, like, in those like Mike instances. Mike Miller, he was a cool cop. I think he's back up there. Yeah, he moved back up there. I wonder if he's still. I wonder if he's working PD. I, I don't know. I know he's. Doing. I know he's back living in Snowflake. I feel bad for that guy, man. Last time I saw him, dude, he's going through some shit. Yeah. Good seeing him, though, dude. 
Good seeing him. Yeah, I went out and did uh, his flooring on his house, which was way too much fucking work for what it was. And really? then I guess he ended up ripping it all out after the fact. Why? Because we didn't have enough of. He got like used flooring, and he didn't have enough of it, so he he had to rip it all out. But he lived when he lived. It was when he had the house down here, and it was from it was like an hour and a half from my house, like to drive out there. So I. I drove an hour and a half out there, did eight hours worth of work, and then drove an hour and a half back. Good good pay? I didn't make any money. I got offered a job, dude. I want to know what you think about it, because I think I'm going to take it. Um, it's to do house stuff, like handyman work. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and the starting pay, it's, it's what I'm getting paid now, and then I, I'll get significant raise within, you know, like a year up to like 20 bucks an hour but the problem is is it's under the table i mean under under the table i mean that's nice for both of you guys it's, yeah i don't get taxed but the problem is is like credit yeah you're still gonna you know? have to claim that money somehow i don't think i i will because like i'm gonna show up as unemployed I mean, that's the problem, too. It's like, I'm going to be, on, for a year, it's going to look, or at least a year, it's going to look like I'm unemployed. Yeah, I think there's more of this conversation I would have off of this. Really? <clears throat> yeah. yeah, well, I mean, you're, you're a tax evasion if you don't claim it. Can, well, my question is, though, is there any way that I can get under the table money and still, like claim and and make it look like i'm working i think you can because if i can that's what i'm asking and i'll take the job i'm pretty sure you can i mean i i know people you could talk to about that though okay but that's one of those things that you, you really don't want to mess with that especially if you go from like making an income to no income and you're still paying bills like yeah if well, they do come to audit you that's when you get busted up yeah but yeah, uh, I I mean, it sounds like it'd be a good job though. Yeah, dude. And we're it, working all over the valley. Yep, and it's gonna be forty plus hours a week. Yeah, you would learn a lot. Yeah, and that, well, that's the the other thing too. I want to do it. Is all, dude. Learn something. When is this uh, storm area fifty one thing? September twenty first, I think. Damn, you have this memorized. Are you going? Fuck no, dude. It's a rave, dude. They turned the whole thing into a rave. Uh, so they're all going to start tripping on ball, tripping so balls, now, and then dude. they're going to... Dude, I want to see <laughs> 4 million Americans get mowed down by gunfire. I don't want to see a bunch of people dancing in the desert, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Just fly a drone over there. Yeah, dude. We're not that far. We might be able to get a drone that far. I, I mean, I thought it was... Oh, look. U.S. Air Force warns against joke to... <laughs> joke oh, event yeah. to storm area 51 no, I, yeah i remember reading that a while back yeah that's there's one attracted more than one million interested people it's a, it, no it's at four million now that's how old that post is it's <laughs> it's crazy dude the other thing too is like there's nothing on area 51 anymore no that i guarantee it's, they it's moved all, moved. all that shit it's all moved why would they keep it there i mean they have the money and the resources but that means that where's the next Area 51? Um, is it Luke Air Force Base? Is that what people are thinking now? Luke? I don't, I don't think so. 
Wait, I mean, no. What's the one in California? No, is Luke is is that Arizona or is that Yeah, California? that's one down oh, the road. Oh, okay, never mind. No, not that one. No, there's another one in California that people are thinking it's it's at. Oh, people are actually talking about it being moved. Yeah, well, I mean, people. I mean, I think smart people fucking know that they're. I mean, if it's like most popular place in the world, why would they keep all their shit there? You know. Yeah. It's definitely moved. Dude, did you see that picture about the 26 pound cat up for adoption? Oh, dude, I want. I did see that picture. Is it up for adoption? Yeah. Dude, I would take it. Dude, okay, so here's conspiracy theories. What's your thought on 5G? Um, I've heard the theories about it. I don't know if the theories about it are, like, actually true. What theories have you heard? Well, like, you know, 5G, right? So they say, well, back when it was created, what was that, World War Two? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean... I mean, I guess they say once it's created, it's going to release this type of radiation that's going to be, like, detrimental to our health, right? Isn't that kind of what they're saying about it? Yeah, so essentially 5G, I watched this, I posted this documentary on it, it was like an hour-long one, Mm -hmm. but it was crazy. They were talking about how 5G, so cell phones right now run off like a 900 megahertz frequency, which is... Um, it's not a high frequency, but it's not a low frequency. And they have these, essentially they're doing 5G runs at 400 megahertz. So when 5G was originally developed, it was developed in during World War II and it would cook people's eyeballs like eggs, pumping into them. Wow. And it's going to be pumping into everybody's houses. And their uh, cities are actually setting up infrastructure now on top of light posts that have the 5G repeaters. And I was talking to my boss about it the other day. There's safety plans for if those light poles get knocked over, setting up a boundary, uh, like a radiation boundary oh, like of a, what's a dangerous. Yeah, like wow. keep people out of this area. Really? Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I didn't know the cities. I mean, it's obviously an issue, though, if the cities are doing contingencies on that stuff being at ground level and it's what 20 Mm -hmm. feet up in the air on the light poles but but it essentially runs off the same frequencies that led light bulbs run off of Mm -hmm. so every led light bulb in the house is going to be a repeater for 5g oh really and it's going to map out your whole house so the government will have a map of everything in your house that's weird yeah that is exact floor plan and everything that is weird, man. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, have you heard of 442? The the theory on it? No. So, back in... So, if you look at, like, tuners for, like, musical instruments, the the universal um, hertz that it's set at is 442 hertz. Okay. And, like, any studio, any song you hear on the radio, it's 442. And so... Back in the 1950s, it was changed to 442. Um, the original, the original uh, vibration or the original hertz of Earth is 432. Okay. So, um, and and so like that is naturally the vi- the vibrations whatever with Earth and everything like that. So 
that is so like for some reason it used to be 432 before they changed it it was that way that's how everybody played and then it suddenly got changed so like the whole belief is you know like that it's it's like kind of it's kind of similar to like why people think um you know like like music it's like a lot of a lot of songs are connotated with the devil like stairway to heaven or whatever but it, it keeps you from tapping into like that feeling that really good feeling you get when you're playing music because you can't get that it's tuned to a different hertz so like me and my band our, our band we tune to 432 and like first hand like first hand experience from doing that it's such a better feeling just playing it it, it, it feels different like you notice a different feeling on feeling it. yeah it's like it's similar to like when they say uh you know like people who play violins and they can they play certain notes and they can feel the vibration through their whole body yeah you know it's like similar to that where it's just more soothing and so like the music they're coming out with now isn't that way it, it's right now it's it's almost like uh almost computer created like the way that they make songs there's certain bpms yeah beats per minute that that pop songs have to be inside of because they're considered catchy so it's all yeah about, i have heard that stuff yeah like there's all, a there's a equation to make songs the, successful the perfect song yeah yeah and it's like repeating so many like you only using so many different words yeah. repeating it so many times so many times and that's why acdc did so good Dude, yeah. All their songs sound exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it, it's kind of cool, though. Like, if you look in, like, like Queen, like, Bohemian Rhapsody. Have you ever seen Queen or that that movie? No, I haven't. I was going to watch it last night, but ended up watching Stars Born instead. Oh, yeah. So they talk about Bohemian Rhapsody, the song. Yeah. And, like, when it was first coming to the radio, it got shut down so many times. Because, for one, the song's way too long. And it's just not, it does not sound like a song you would hear on the radio. Yeah. You know, and it's like, like songs like that or like fucking Stairway to Heaven or, you know, those songs are like, to me, those are like legit songs. Those are actual well thought out songs, you know? Yeah. Not to say that like you don't have to make a perfect pop song, you know, but it's like, I don't know, like with my band, we, we do like we'll 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 literally take that same formula for a perfect song like verse chorus verse chorus bridge whatever but like what we do is like we'll play the verse and we'll stretch it out super long and then we'll go into all these weird jammy directions and then once we give the signal we'll go into the chorus so like we'll string it all out and do some weird shit with it yeah and like bring it from like two minutes to like five minutes or just make it sound weird and then change it up do some weird shit go back and then and i don't know it's, it's a lot of fun more uh, fun doing it that way one thing i learned uh so that the two songs we will rock you and um we're the champions they're on the same line of the album like they're like, they're one song they were recorded as one song like if you look at the the album cover, mm -hmm. uh, showing the two songs, yeah. there's a hyphen between. Oh really? We are the champion, and we will rock you. Oh yeah. It's not two different lines. Oh really? And if you listen on the actual album, it literally goes from one and right into the next like one. Right there's no it. pause at all. Damn, that's cool. Yeah. 
That's like, have you ever listened to, um, well, it's obvious, like, it's like the most popular album of all time, but Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. That album, still to this fucking day, man, it's like, and there's a lot of albums out there that are like that, but, um, not to this level of expertise, to where they plan out a whole album and then songs literally go into other songs and you can't tell when the song ends and when it starts and stuff. And the cool thing was that is when they recorded that album, it was all live. The whole thing was a live recording, and it wasn't just the um, the band doing it. There were people in the studio live mixing it, you know, doing yeah. this crazy type of shit with it. There's a – do you know White Stripes? Yeah. So when I was in Nashville, I stumbled upon this place called uh, Third Man Records. And what they do there is – something that no other place in the world does they they it's this little tiny shop connected to this giant pretty much fire truck warehouse and like you can't go into it but what they do is they do a live recording of a band and they as it's going it's going straight to vinyl so it's a live recording straight onto a piece of vinyl and then when they're done the vinyl is finished that's crazy. It's crazy, dude. And it only takes three people to do it, so that's why they call it Third Man Records. Well, it's a super interesting, um, like how, like if you zoom in on a vinyl, it's all just oh yeah vibrations on it. It's weird, dude. Yeah, no. It's... But you can literally take a vinyl and make a, uh, like a negative of it, and it'll play songs still. Really? Like you can take a vinyl. And you, I don't know what you would use, some sort of ceramic, something on it. And then when you pull it out, you can play off that new record. Really? Yeah. It's cool. There's, um, like with tape machines, like the the reel-to-reel tapes with the big tapes and like the ones that they used to use. Like the the ones you see in like the 40s, 50s, and 60s, like spy movies. Yeah, yep, yep, exactly that. And so I like, I had the fucking privilege of, uh, messing around with one and those things are so temperamental dude like before you play those things you have to get those things dialed in measured like everything has to be perfect and what happens is if you don't put the so like they're little tiny black black reels like mm-hmm. black lines or whatever and if you don't um, fold it the right way if you or if you don't wind it up the right way and, and stuff like that it will literally bleed into the next line. So if you're listening to one line, it'll be playing the bottom line at the same time. And I've listened to tapes where it does that, and it's it sounds so weird, dude. Like it sounds pretty. It's cool. like two two things, at two once. people playing at the same time. Yeah, like two different lines playing at once. So that's kind of kind of weird. Yeah, that is super interesting. I. Uh... What is so I? I was listening to this kid the other day, and uh, it was like this eleven-year-old kid. It's totally changing subjects here, but mm-hmm. it's like eleven-year-old kid explaining. Dude, I don't even know. Like, I don't even know how to explain what he was. It's like the world's smartest eleven-year-old, mm-hmm. and he was explaining an infinite number of parallel universes, mm. and. Essentially, at the end of the video, he was talking about how the world has ended. Like, we are living, our world ended when 
the atoms collided in the big thing in Europe. You know the atom. Oh they yeah, pump around where they try and make like new elements. Yeah, yeah. So they collided atoms like in two thousand eight. World ended right then. That's and then really? because it ended, we are now living in a parallel universe, which is why things are so fucking crazy right now. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, that's weird. That's actually how they found element one fifteen too. In like two thousand thirteen, they they found it from clashing atoms together, and they can only keep it alive for like point three seconds or something like that. But dude, uh, Mich- you know Michio Kaku, or however you pronounce his name, he's that Asian physicist with like long hair. Oh uh, yeah, he's on a lot of like the alien stuff. He's on some of them, yeah. I th- yeah, I think so. Yeah, like ancient aliens. I think so. Yeah, not a hundred percent sure. It sounds like he would be though, but he was talking about it how there are physicists are now believing pretty much now that there's uh 13 dimensions so like and the reason why they believe that and like what happened is like when the big bang happened um some dimensions got so small that you can't even fit into like and the best way he explained that is if you were to take this uh table right here this three-dimensional table and you were to roll it up into a one-dimensional thing it would only be a line with two dots it's so Mm -hmm. small you can't even fit into it but then there's other dimensions that so that's why he believes there's dimensions that are so small that we can't even see that we can't even fit into and the another way he describes it is he says like when you smoke a cigarette and the smoke dissipates you don't see where the smoke is going but it's going somewhere and so he he believes that there's dimensions so small that we can't even fit into, and then there's dimensions so large that... Well, this is crazy, dude. He legit said this. There's the... the I forgot which dimension it was, but he was saying there are membranes the size of basketballs existing, which is pretty weird. Like cells the size of basketballs? Yeah. That's a weird concept. Yeah. That's what they're all leaning towards now. You know what's kind of... Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson was talking about? Um, like, the reason why we can't understand other dimensions? It's like, you take a piece... A, a table here, mm-hmm. and you lay out a papers across the whole table. Okay? You're running in two dimensions. But you run out of room. Right? You can only fill up so much of the table. Mm-hmm. So what you do is you get a paper organizer with the trays with the shelves. And now you take all of those and you stack them on top. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a fourth dimension too, but what is that fourth dimension? Because we don't have it here or we don't have the ability to access it. We can't imagine what the fourth dimension would be, but there's obvious differences between sec first second third dimension Mm -hmm. there's going to be an obvious difference between the fourth dimension we just don't have the ability to understand what it is yeah uh michio talked about that was like people are people are always like where are these dimensions but like they're literally all around you they're literally all around you but you just can't see them you know he said it's like if you were to take a crystal and you were to shatter it you know, people are, like, just looking at it as two pieces to put back together, but there's so many different angles on this thing that you have to piece it together, and that's what, essentially, like, string theory is, is it's tying all these laws of physics that don't even match. Like, it, you try to put them together, and they don't. 
So string theory comes along and it tries to tie all these things in to like make sense of it all. Have you heard of, I think it's called the pardon theory. No, it's uh there's like a brief explanation or like example of it, but essentially what it's talking about is humans have like, it kind of explains like the stone wall and pyramids and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's talking about essentially humans have, developed to a, to a point of self-destruction multiple times throughout the history of humans. Mm-hmm. And we essentially build ourselves to the point of self-destruction completely. And people negate that. And it's like, well, I mean, you don't see these examples of, you know, metals, like metal tools. Why, mm-hmm. why aren't you seeing metal tools? But what if they used, what if there was a different, material that they had or that they knew of at that point that decomposed that didn't leave behind scraps mm-hmm. like metal does yeah that would make sense for like like pyramids like how they were so easy to how they got them up how like they got that. them up like that I, I don't know i believe that too like um the the 2012 theory like i that's kind of the same belief um and this is kind of funny do you think the world ended in 2012 no, but I think like the idea of it, like um, this this very popular video game, uh, had this belief system, or like it was obviously like fictional, but it was from they brought different religious groups together to come up with this idea, and it's uh, it's Assassin's Creed, which I mean it's I mean if you sound if you look at the game you're like okay it's just killing people whatever but the entire thing behind it is fucking pretty trippy, dude. Like, it, it touches on, like, how, um, for instance, uh, like, the apple in in the Garden of Eden. So, what these, and this is actually kind of a belief, but they kind of, they mix these beliefs together. So, humans were created to be controlled okay. by Roman gods. So they were pretty much essentially controlled. And what controlled them was an artifact. The artifact was the apple. So Adam and Eve stole the apple. And ever since then, they have not been controlled. And that's why, that's where the 2012 theory ties in. Because in this, it says the Roman gods went to the sun and they're there right now. You know, but it, and, and so it touches on like what humans are doing right now is they have the artifact and what happens in like human civilization. And I'm kind of a believer in this um, just because if you look at any religion and it, it always touches up on the fact other than like Buddha, Buddhism and stuff like that. Um, and maybe parts of Buddhism, but it's, it's like the idea that humans are not born pure humans, like human being in Christian religion. It's, it's like we were born sin. And second of all, earth is not heavenly. Earth is not controlled by gods, whatever you, whatever it so be. If anything, it's controlled by evil, right? So like all the bad stuff happening in this world uh, like, like the illuminati yeah like essentially like stuff <laughs> like that you know like it's i mean there's people you can walk down the street or like just 
pull out your phone and see all the bad shit happening. And there's people who were like, well, if if gods, God or gods did exist, then why are there children starving in Africa? And And my counter to this is, first of all, why would a god slash gods create something that they could have complete control over, first of all? Second of all, I don't really think they have a lot of, like, control down here. I think the whole point of it is, like, no matter where you are, what you believe in, I mean, Jesus Christ, take, take uh, like, Putin, take Hitler, for example. To say, to, to say where he is going when he dies, you have no clue, because you don't even know where you're going. I think everybody, it's like if you were to take a serial killer... And, and you like what we do with serial killers now is we exile them yeah. and they get life and death. But if you look at the mind of a serial killer and the way that they think, it's, they're fucking pretty amazing creatures. Like the way that they think, the things that they do, I don't agree with and what they're doing isn't good. Yeah. There's but a- everybody's, everybody is not the same. And that's the point. Like People are like if you were to judge everybody the same and everybody had the same to do list like every organized religion does, then like it, it there's no point in it. You know you're treating everybody the same and like nobody. I don't know. I I just think like that's a big thing to to like judge judge someone else judge like what they're doing with their life because because like I can't judge what someone else is doing because I already know myself, dude. I fucking don't do the right thing on a day-to-day basis like nobody does. Well, it's it's kind of an interesting you're I I had a uh conversation topic or decision question in or discussion question in schooling that had to do with this concept. It's like why are people so quick to judge and who gave them the um feeling of authority to do so? And I kind of feel that that people are quick to judge because people don't um, people don't think that they're doing anything wrong, mm-hmm. or they think that what they are doing is the right way to do it. And mm-hmm. it part of that uh, question uh, that was that was asked had to do with why is it more prevalent in religious groups? I think it's because. Or keep going. Keep and going. kind of what I was talking about was the. I think it's more prevalent in religious groups, especially because, you know, say, look at any of the different religious groups, whether it be, you know, Buddhism, Muslim, uh, just generic Christian, Mormon, any of that. What you were doing, you were told, as long as you were following those rules, you are doing what is correct. You're doing what's right. Mm-hmm. If you're not following those rules, it is wrong or sinful. But you essentially live by those rules and anybody that doesn't appear to be living by those rules isn't right right or isn't on the right path because you based on your religion you're doing the right thing Uh which i think generically gives you the thought process of needing to judge other people or get them on the right path better than other people too yeah and it it, i think that it goes it goes to that almost directly because it you know Who's to say that any one person's better than another person mm-hmm. at anything? I mean, it, yeah. and everybody, everybody has a talent, 
a special talent that mm-hmm. they are good at. Yeah. That they are, that is their talent. And they can do that better than most people. I'm not saying that most people know what that talent is. Mm-hmm. I think some people are lucky and figure it out, but I think I think most people don't know what that is. Yeah. But, it, and this is kind of why I don't envy famous people is you found your talent. But you, why does your talent make it to where you are crazy famous or you deserve all of this stuff? And, yeah. you know, some of this stuff, like professional athletes, like they're beating themselves up. Yeah, they deserve the money. If they decide that it's worth, you know, destroying your body to make millions of dollars, then good for you. But yeah. I'm not going to envy you based on the fact that you're good at football or you're good at basketball. Like, yeah, I don't care. It, it, it definitely matter. is like the same concept. I think it's, I, I think it's like people who are like the people who are so quick to judge a part of organized religions, specifically Christianity. Um, I think it's people who are insecure about themselves, and they're 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 so scared of themselves that they turn to other things to judge, other people to judge, and that's where to do list. Like that's what I always call it is to do list. Like on a day to day basis, these type of people are like. Oh, well, I checked this off. Like, I went to church, and I'm good. I asked God to forgive me of my sins, so I'm okay. You know, but but a lot of those people are the same people that treat other people like complete jack shit. Like, literally complete jack shit. And that's why you don't have to go to church to be on your own right divine interventional path. You know, I, I mean, it's it's based on your own story. And, like, that's where a lot of organized religion, well, Christians get it wrong they're following old testamental values they're following the fact that you have to follow a to-do list in order to be on the right path and so like that's where like if you were to look like a, a lot of these religions like um um hindu uh, is it hinduism is islam they they recognize jesus christ it, it's in the bible i mean they don't believe he is the son of god but with that being said he is a historical person he was an actual person, and it was a fact that he lived. And what did he do when he was on earth? Like, what did he do? He didn't go to church. He didn't hang out. I mean, maybe he did a couple times, but he didn't hang out with priests and all the saved people. He hung out with tramps, tax collectors, prostitutes, just because he wanted to make people better. And that was the whole point of it. The whole point was was like, okay, I came down to show you that it's not this hard. You don't have to, like, because one of the Old Testamental sins is like, if you wear two different articles of clothing that aren't weaved with the same cloth, that's a sin. So he essentially came down and said, like, the the whole point is it's it's not about that. It's it's really not about that. The whole thing is the golden rule, like treat others the way that you wish to be treated. And try and help people. Well, and that kind of goes into, like, you know, I don't, I can't sit there and say what religion is correct, what religion right. is not correct. because we don't know at the end of the day. No, I, I don't know. But what I can say is there's generic basic rules that apply to every single religion. And it kind of goes off of, you know, like you said, treat others how you should mm-hmm. be, yeah. to how you treat others how you would like to be treated you know don't cheat 
don't lie, don't steal. Don't like steal, yeah. there's there's generic basic rules that I think are generic that go across every religion, and which, you know, makes it it's unfortunate that a, a point of war is such a large part due to religion because, to me. I don't see any generic, you know, this is the answer because I can yeah. sit there and find if if this is the reason I believe in religion X, I can find that that same re reason in religion YZA. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like it goes it goes from one to the next. Well, and it's at, at that point like so then why is talking about that such a sore subject to people? Why is why why do they argue about what they believe in when first of all a lot of these core values share the same thing and second of all we don't know i think i think you know it goes back to you know the conversation we had on on judgment it people are so quick to argue because what they are doing is right mm -hmm. and you're not doing it so you're wrong and i think that's the biggest thing that it goes back to yeah. is that by itself yeah i gotta go pee real quick i'll be right back all right we're gonna pause it right here and we are back had to make a quick little potty break order some pizza up in this bizatch yup it's like they do in storage wars like yup yup yeah and they all have like a different like yeah, yeah exactly yep dude i i looked at this thing about it and it's all staged Oh, I totally believe that. I, I knew that after watching, like, two fucking episodes. I'm like, this is stupid. <laughs> and the other thing that's irritating about it, too, is they'll go into, like, a a storage thing, just and they'll literally just look at things and shoot a price out at it, and then it's instantly on the screen. So, like, yeah, a pair of, a pair of shirts, like, 40 bucks, and then it just shows up $40. It's, like, it's so stupid, dude. Yeah, there's no way they're making that much money on a lot like, of that stuff. And, and sometimes they're like they're lowball. Like there was one where they went into this this guy collected music stuff, goes up to an amp that that looks like a Fender amp, and he's like, "Yeah, I can get forty bucks out of that." And then he there's like a a bundle of of uh, mic stands. He's like, "Yeah, about uh, forty five bucks." And it's like, "No, dude, that is easily worth over a hundred dollars of shit." <laughs> you just don't know what you're talking about. No, yeah. Well, it looks like a lot of those guys are like uh, like pawn shop owners and stuff. Yeah, like right. That. Like the yeah, yeah, greasy bastards. Dude, I hate going. I went to. I was just. Uh, I will never buy a firearm from a gun from a pawn shop, but I went really? to this one. Now, the amount of money. This one was a piece of shit, like Chinese made pistol that new was maybe two hundred dollars and mm -hmm. they were asking 180 bucks for it and it was beat to hell i was what? like it's like hell no like yeah. no yeah i won't buy it i mean same with music equipment i won't like I've, i won't do that you know what i do buy cheap of recording equipment <laughs> yeah right <laughs> cheap ass well i mean you don't need expensive shit for this no you really don't but I have looked at a couple things, and there's really no, like, good information. Like, you need this. Like, it's like, you can get this, 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 this. Yeah, it's, you can get this, 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 this. shoot. Yeah. But. That's how mics are, dude. I've spent hours looking at Trying to find mics. mics. Yeah, and I, I've literally, like, I've probably spent about $600, six to $700 on mics alone. Yeah, I'm pretty happy about these mics. I don't know how they would work with, like, music, but. Well, I, 
looked at some reviews and it said like I mean I don't know just how I'm talking into this thing you could easily sing into one of these mics yeah I think so yeah just back up a little bit if you start screaming yeah right yeah. doing that hair metal shit like ah! yeah I guess so so if you could snap your magic wand and end mass shootings or honestly what do you think is the reason for mass shootings uh, not enough guns no. more um, guns in more people's hands statistically statistically speaking areas that have more guns are less likely to have violent crimes yeah i mean i believe i mean arizona i don't remember the last mass shooting that happened here actually I think it was Tucson, man. I think it was Tucson was probably the last Tucson one. Tucson senator or that one chick. Yeah, in the there was a movie theater one. Was that? That was in Colorado. That was in Aurora. Yeah. No. Yeah. There was a. Yeah. Was that like a? Uh, some sort of campaign. Yeah. Event. There's this girl in my work. I don't want to say her name, but she's probably like seventy-five years old. And she has this, like, lazy eye. And, like, she... Well, now everybody's going to know who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there's only one person in the world with a lazy eye. <laughs> no, but she... So I, I just... What I like to do at my work, because I work with a lot of, like, famous people or, like, successful people. Yeah. And uh, I, I just looked up her name. And, dude, she got shot in the fucking head. Like, this... So she was targeted. There were, like, four or five people targeted. This, this guy, gunman walked into their office... Shot her in the head, dude. And, and like, she's literally, like, you. if you saw her, you would not suspect her getting shot in the head and surviving. Dude, could you imagine getting shot in the head and walking out of that? Or, like, sleeping out of the comaing out of that? Yeah. True. Yeah, you're not walking out of that yeah. at all. <laughs> dude, yeah, that's crazy, man. But then I've also seen, seen stories where people, like, they'll come to the doctor or whatever, like like during a significant trauma or whatever and they'll have blood all over their head and there'll be a bullet wound going into their head and they're functioning totally fine are you serious yeah (laughs) yeah that's crazy man another thing too is um like people who uh get revived from like drowning and stuff like that like did you know that like most chances when that happens they come back like almost like a fish what do you mean like because when the blood is cut off to the brain for that long, it it causes like a significant amount of, uh, or a vegetable, I should say, like brain damage. Uh-huh. So like it's not like you see in the movies where they're up and they're like, oh, I'm I'm good. Let's have a kiss and like stuff like that. It's like, no, dude, these people are like messed up. Like yeah. a lot of a lot of cases, they have brain hemorrhages and stuff like that. Dude, I had this. Speaking of coming back like a fish, I had this teacher in. Uh, junior high. She was actually from outside Eagle uh, on the other side of Castle Rock. Oh, yeah. And uh, she was talking about how she revived a fish once. And she she pulled it out of the water. And I don't... I think she put salt on it. Like granular salt really? on the fish. She's done her research then. Man. And it grew hair and came alive. It grew hair? Yep. Yep, it was a furry fish after what? that. And I feel like salt would just dry it out. Like, why the hell would you put salt on a, 
a sea creature. Dude, she's like putting salt on a snap. Snail voodoo magic or something. Oh, like dude, that. she was trippy. Yeah. She also was terrified of the printer. So me and my buddy, we would send documents to the printer during class to get her out of class because she would run out freaking out. Really? Yeah, because it was next to her desk. Jesus Christ, man. The the lady was crazy. I hope she's not still there because she was mean. Yeah. Damn, Damn lady. That's that's weird. Yeah. I don't know how much I would believe that fucking teacher, dude. <laughs> dude, dude, she she was crazy. She was hilarious. But yeah, no, I was not a fan of her. Yeah. I got into a lot of trouble in that class. Did you? Yep. I didn't. Once I hit high school, dude, I never got in trouble. Um, I never yeah, went I to detention. I was, I was good. I think I got in trouble for plagiarizing ones. Plagiarizing? Yeah. Because I never did my work, so I would just copy and paste shit and change words. Oh, would you? Yeah. I was pretty good at it. I mean, I did it through most of school. Really? Yeah, I only got caught, like, I got caught my sophomore year and never stopped, and I graduated. Damn, dude. Well, you can't do that when I went to high school, dude, because everything you do is on the computer, so. Dude, that's how fucking college is. There's, like, this program that I have that, or the school has, that when you submit a paper, like an essay... You submit it into this. Oh, yeah. What's it called? Uh, this is like Lopes Right or something like that. Oh, okay. Never mind. It's like their generic one. Yeah. But it goes through and it spits out your document like up to an hour or 24 hours later mm-hmm. if it's a big document and tells you X amount of this is plagiarized. Like, But it also spell checks it for you too. So before you submit it for a grade, you can get spell check and punctuation and all that shit. Really? Yeah. It's kind of nice. Dude. This is kind of a side note, but have you seen Hoist Gracie fight? Like, uh, his UFC fights? Uh, no, I don't think so. Dude. Is he crazy? Yeah, dude. I'm gonna... I gotta pull this out. Oh, yeah. Uh, I gotta turn it on with this remote, I believe. Getting the, the YouTube in going if this fucking remote would work stupid Don't yeah there's this it. this other guy's name's uh how do you work this remote down oh okay just like an ipod bro so there's this other guy's name's cron gracie and he's he's a up-and-coming fighter right now in the ufc oh my mic's fucked one sec uh, yeah he's up and coming in the ufc right now he's five and oh and um his dad is Hicks and Gracie, and so Hicks and Gracie is notably like one of the best. He's notably like the the probably the best jujitsu practitioner, one of the best. And he was a MMA fighter in his career. And there's this whole um, document documentary about. It. I think it's called like Choke Choked Out or something like that. But dude, he was a savage, like big dude, you know. So he was good at hitting, not only hitting, but his ground game was strong. So Kron right now, he's 5 and 0 and um he has another fight coming out, but he's against this guy named Cub Swanson. And so he, this guy Cub, Cub Swanson, he's a veteran. He's 25 and 11. Damn. And that pisses me off, dude. It's his fifth, it's going to be his sixth fight and they're putting him putting him up against a seasoned veteran. But the other good thing too though is Kron has um I don't know if you watched this last UFC fight, but um, Nate Diaz versus... Ah, uh, oh man, I forgot his name. But he 
he has uh, Karan Gracie in his corner, and actually Nate Diaz is a very good jiu-jitsu practitioner, and he is taught by the his his um, teachers are the Gracie family. So Karan is literally in his corner when you watch the fight. Yeah. So Karan is actually being trained by the um, the the Diaz brothers. So his stand-up game, and the Diaz brothers are known for good stand-up games. So like. I don't know, man. He's got he's got some good potential. Um, yeah, this is actually one of the most famous fights in the UFC right here. This is crazy, dude. This is probably what made me start doing jujitsu right here. Like watching this fight, it is phenomenal, dude. Dude, I started watching uh like backyard. Oh, backyard brawls. Yeah, yeah that shit dude. is fucking hilarious. Yeah. You know, you, do you know Kimbo Slice? Yeah. So he, that's where he came from. Oh, really? His backyard brawls, yeah. There's a couple different uh, famous people that came from that kind of stuff. Dude, I couldn't imagine, like, getting thrown around like that. Oh, like what? Like, starting standing up, I'm not a fan. Oh, see, yeah, I mean. It hurts. Dude, well, I was actually, before doing jujitsu, I was very close to doing judo which is just throws. Yeah. I was very close to that because, I mean, realistically, if you ever get into a fight, you're not just going to instantly start on the ground, you know? No, yeah, you start up and, and drop it down if you have the ability to. Yeah. So look at this. The whole Gracie family comes out. That's Helio. And what's this video called? Uh, It's UFC... Ultimate Royce Gracie. Yeah, it's like UFC... Final fight. One, one or two. But this is back when you were allowed to hair pull nut shots like this was early and this guy literally goes into the ring with a gi on he's he's fighting this match with a gi on and that is so hard for someone to do and so the guy he's versing is um it's uh oh watch out baby So he's fighting this guy named Ken Shamrock. I'm pretty sure that is that his name. I think so, but just this big dude, way bigger than him. Like, and it looks like this. I mean, this is oh man, it it looks like he's gonna win. Just sizing him up. And this isn't just jujitsu. This is like a UFC fight. MMA, yeah, yeah. early UFC. Dude, that dude looks like he's just going to destroy him. Right? Look at this, dude. This is fucking phenomenal. This is crazy. He's just bear-hugging him. Because that's, that's like the rule number one thing. If you're against a black belt in jiu-jitsu, as soon as they get their hands around you, it is like you don't have control anymore. Yeah. No, they're, they're not even wearing gloves either. It's just fists. Dude, he's taking punches too. He is. He's, he's just so trying he's, to get him down right now. He's got Ken against the fence right now, and he's just bear-hugging him. And Ken is throwing undershots to his face, and he's trying Oh, he to. just nut-kicked him. Yeah, he's going for nut-kicks. So he's, he's got the – he's trying to get a takedown on him. And he's struggling, dude. Ken is struggling right now, dude. He is. He's not. Yeah, they just. They. He just has him pinned up against the fence right now. Yeah. There we go. Got him away from the fence. Back into it. 
kneeing him, dude. Dude, all knees yeah. to the nuts right there. Back then, dude, this was legal. Just kind of, dude, it kind of make it more fun if, if fights were What, taking knees to the nuts? Like, hair pulling, like, no gloves, dude. Like, headbutt oh, him. Did you see that headbutt? Shit. So you could headbutt, too. You're allowed to headbutt. So Gracie just headbutted him. And he's got his, so Gracie has his arms locked around the guy's torso, and then the other guy's arms are o around his arms, like, over. It looks like the ref's trying to get him off the fence, too. Goes for the takedown. So he's got his back, which in reality, that's really good. But he doesn't know what he's doing. So he's got his back, but he doesn't know what he's doing. He, he has no experience in this. So, he, like. So he's got him tied up on the ground. Gracie is on the bottom. There he goes, starting to roll him over. He's got him in leg locked. He's got one one heel hook. No, he doesn't even have. He's he's just mounted. He doesn't even have a heel hook on him. No, he doesn't. No, he's oh, just yeah. on top of him. Yeah. Boom! See, and now now he's going towards the mount, and he's full mounted. Gracie's full mounted on him, and now he's in close guard. And which is the worst place you can be against a black belt jujitsu practitioner trying to go for the triangle arm bar can't get it that's the other thing too is like when you're doing jujitsu no punches are thrown so it's different when you're in a closed guard and no one's throwing punches at you it's way different but when someone's throwing punches at you dude you yeah you're you're leaving your head totally open totally open so look at this he's he grabs his ponytail he grabs his hair and he's pulling his hair to keep him down Literally holding on with his life to this guy's hair. That's why you shouldn't have long hair in fighting. Or football. It's kind of the same fucking yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. He just won't let go of the dude's hair. Yeah. It's like a big Samoan-looking dude. Looks like he's a white guy trying to be Samoan. Dude, so we need to go play golf soon. I'm not a golfer, dude. I've I've never really played. Oh my god, dude, I love it. I go at least once a week. Really? Oh, like it's it? so much fun. Yeah, I got like four sets of clubs in my room right now. I'll talk golf any day of the week, dude. Dude, it's way more fun out on the course than top golf. Top golf's just so generic. Oh, he throws a hard punch to his face. So they're back up, and now he has Gracie's back. That dude's face is just dripping in blood right now. Yeah, dude, he's he's hurting him bad. Boom, and this is where everything ends. This is where it ends. Right here. He's got his arm. Going for the arm bar. He has the arm bar pretty much. Legs are locked. This is the first fight in history that changed the world. This fight changed the world. Shows you a tiny little guy can go up a big, a big guy and crush him. And then he tapped out. And that was it. Damn. How do you back out of this thing, dude? Uh, top left. Button. No, no, no. The button. Menu? But, yep. Okay. There you go. Yeah, that no, was a phenomenal fight. Um. All right. Well, let's wrap this up.
Got anything else you want to say? No, dude. That was a good, uh, that's technically our first podcast, right? Yeah, this is going to be the first one that gets aired, so, yep. Well, thanks for having us. Stay tuned for uh, next week's podcast. Uh, possibly having a guest on. We should know more uh, as schedules get finalized. But uh, thanks for tuning in to uh, what's, what's our podcast name? Uh, Desert Beach Podcast. Yeah, Desert Beach Podcast. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in and uh, hopefully uh, you hear from us next week. Thanks. See you.